I still fucked it up, but that's fine. As usual, and as always, I'm uh, joined by uh, the scrum diddlyumptious Alex Yarl Martinez. Ready for part two. Yeah, live. 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 Woo, shit. The deuce. A, the deuce. We had such a great time yesterday doing that, filming that podcast. Uh, we tried to power through last night, but then the whiskey kicked in. The whiskey did kick in hard. Yeah. It came for me. Hey, you you were you were not even speaking in in cursive. You'd you'd gone full calligraphy at one point. Yes, yes. We, I was trying to resurrect it, and I, it didn't work. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're back for the deuce. Absolutely. I'm gonna pull those bad mamma jammas off. Oh, let my eyes get a little rest. All right, there we go. So, uh, and then of course we're we're joined by um, her airness, Valkyrie behind me. Uh, hopefully this during this cast she doesn't do weird shit again, but I wouldn't count on it. Yeah, she will. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping sure. she does. Yeah, for sure. So, let's just do a real quick recap in case anybody is not listening to this back to back. And the reason why we're doing two in one week is because we fucking hate to be continued bullshit. Like, yeah, it was too long, and if we wait too long, we'll just forget. Yeah. So, what are you drinking there? A little, a little purple drink. It's a hint. It's got a hint of blackberry. Purple. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's not even grape. It's blackberry. Um, I've tried to spend most of my day hydrating. Because you were prepping. I was prepping. Yeah. It's gonna well, be. We... We're going in. Like if Should things it... go south, I, I don't have a lot of booze left. Like I only have like a swallow left. You're going to have to get some, like, Coors Lights or some shit. Weren't you just out? I know. I have some Coors Lights in the fucking fridge, but <sighs> I forgot to stop and get beer. Mm, you should probably grab a Coors Light real quick, like. <laughs> I will when we get there. All right. All right. Let's go. Oh, I have oh. a beer delivery service here, though, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah the, yeah, the boys are right outside. Oh, nice. You should grab two of them. Because we, we got bu- to buckle up. Should we should we see if Sam can accomplish the mission? Give oh. Sam his his FaceTime. Oh man, that's up to you, man. There's a uh, lot of a lot of a lot of uh, people that would be like, oh shit. All right, let's see, let's see. Hey, Sammy, come here. Can you go grab me two cords lights out of the fridge? Yeah. Nice. His mullet is coming in strong, oh, it is, bro. It is. Ridiculous! It is definitely yeah. Mississippi mud flat. Oh, dude, it's like it's on its way. It's gonna be one of them. It's gonna be an alligator baster. <laughs> yeah, Sam's getting you too. Next time. Yeah, next time. What do you need two? Well, just anticipatory. Hey man, one podcast. for. oh Oh, shit oh what a good kid what a good kid i love that saber-toothed tiger fuck man that's funny beer delivery Uh, service beer delivery service it is at its finest all right cool so real quick recap from yesterday so we we were like in it man and it was 
This is such good flow. We were on fire. We were on fire. I felt like we were playing NBA Jams 2001. We were fucking shooting fucking Jays left and right, dropping them. Heating up. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, It was fun. So, um, if you if you missed it, we covered a lot of of mental health stuff, and a lot a lot of it was real fun to talk about. And I th- I think a, a lot of the times when when people talk about men's, uh, about mental health, men's mental health, you know, we get really serious. And I think it's a very serious subject. But sometimes it's really good to just to to have a go back and forth about it, you know. And I don't mm-hmm. know what you'd call that, but um, I mean, it it was I think probably my favorite podcast so far um to be part of yeah there we had some good dialogue going back and forth yeah asking asking good questions psychoanalyzing each other fuck man that was a a bit much right like but it was apart yeah just (laughs) fucking tearing it down rebuilding it reconstructing it putting the glue back together or whatever uh so today we're going to finish up some men's mental health we got a pretty big segment on that today um and we've got some awesome paranormal shit, like some super weird, creepy paranormal shit today to discuss. So All right. So let's get into it, bro. All right. All right. So the segment is called Men and the Meek. Okay. Now let's make sure that we understand we're not talking about the difference between men and women or men and Ferris wheels, as I've referenced multiple times or whatever, right? We're talking about men and people who consider themselves, but they're meek. Yeah. And why it's important to be a man and not be meek. So let's get started. Let's jump into it. So when I when I have I have a definition, I'm going to lead on this one and I'm going to toss it over to you and hear your definition. OK, um, so when I talk about being a man, um, we've talked about toxic masculinity and all those other things, but I want to really kind of put it into like a very, very short box not a short bus but a short box a short box yeah uh and in that box i'm gonna just break it down into like four basic sections so what is a man in my from my perspective mm-hmm. a man is somebody who places his family above him a man is somebody so it's number one places his family above him Right. As far as providing for them before he provides for himself. Right. A man is somebody who understands the importance of inner strength as well as outer strength. You've got to be emotionally strong. And that doesn't mean like you don't show emotion. It means that you're strong enough to show emotion when you need to show emotion. Right. Um, But you also need to be strong. Like you need to be able to protect your loved ones. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Um, then I think the third piece of this, uh, of being a man to me is the ability to hold yourself accountable for all of your actions, yours and yours alone and analyze them to grow. So you've got accountability, strength and protection slash provision. Those are the three things I think that I I would consider a man to be a man. What about you? I would say like to add to it that the having like the ability and like the mental fortitude to make those hard decisions 
And even if they might be, you know, even if you end up being wrong, that's okay to be wrong, but having the mental fortitude to be like, okay, well, I made that decision and this is how it played out. I've I've never been wrong. I fucked up, you know? Yeah. I've never been wrong. So I, I, I'm just, that's why I didn't put it in there. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. The only people that are wrong are the people who thought I was wrong. Right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Idiot. No, I, yeah, fucking guys. Uh, I think that's actually a great thesis, right? So, um, decisiveness probably would be the the fourth thing there of what it takes to be a man. Um, I think it's really important to talk about each of those too, like in in kind of in depth. So, like when we talk about the providing and the other pieces of that, the protection. Here's the thing that I think people need to understand. I'm not saying that every man needs to be the sole provider in a home because in today's world, you can't be, this is not fucking possible. We live in a world where prices are. They're insane. Fucking ridiculous. Like you, you have to work like a full day to fill up your fucking tank for some people. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, is like, you don't even have to be the one who makes the most money in the Mm -hmm. house, you know, to be a man, to, to take care of your family and stuff like that. Um, and I think that there's some people out there that have an issue when, you know, their spouse makes more than, you know, their wife makes more than them or, or something. And I, you know, with me, me personally, um, she makes more money than I do and I don't care. Right. Yeah, no. Um, and, and it doesn't like, I, it, it shouldn't affect your your outlook or your masculinity or or anything like that you can still stay toxic without you know <laughs> without being shameful or or yeah. anything like that because your spouse makes more than you like i just make a joke out of it dude like she's my sugar mama um yeah but, and I, well, I think that's amazing a great point though you but you still contribute you still provide yeah it's not like it's not like it's demasculating or something it's just shit's way that the cookie crumbled dude and um you know we've kind of like what we talked about last night like we've literally just pulled each other along the whole way um Mm -hmm. and taking care of each other the whole way so when it comes to stuff like that and and monetary value i don't look at that as a negative i think it's i think it's awesome especially for as hard as you know she works and and everything else Uh, You know, she deserves it, but I think that there are definitely dudes out there that have an issue with it, that feel like demasculated or like that they aren't good enough or, or this and that and the other, when it's just, it's really not true. Yeah. Um, I think you're, I think you're, you're spot on with that. I think, um, well, and that comes down to a personality issue that comes down to being a misogynist, which is not what we want. Right. mm -hmm. Like, you don't got to be a misogynist. Like, that shit is not it, – that's just not accepted uh, in society. And and if you try to be a misogynist to one of the women around me, you know, you have freedom of speech, but that does not mean freedom of consequence, you know? Yeah. You're getting knocked yeah. the fuck out. It doesn't mean that you're going to make it to round two. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I think it's, it's very valuable because, you know, I I've never been in a relationship where – um, my partner has made more than more money than me. Um, but man, it'd be fucking cool to find out what that feels like, you know, <laughs> like, um, 
you know, and I have a great relationship, you know, um, uh, Vika or Vika is, uh, how does Bond say it? It's Vika? Vika? I don't know. I don't fucking I know. know what he, I, he uh, whatever. <laughs> Mrs. Bearded one. <laughs> right. Less beardy one. Yeah. The less beardy one. Uh, the least beardy one. Uh, she, um, you know, she, she provides and she's part of the family, but she also knows that I'm, I'm a provider and that I'm the protector of us. And I think that's the main point is you need to provide and protect. Uh, so, you know, point one, you know, be the provider, be the protector. We've talked about mm-hmm. it before, but he, here's the thing, like, especially in the fucking bullshit world that we live in now, like, you got to carry a firearm everywhere you go to protect yourself from these jackasses who are just pulling up and shooting people because of the color of their skin. Yeah. And it ain't white folk doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's just some sort of weird, crazy shit that's happening. Um, and unfortunately, uh, we're in that wor- world. So you've got to be able to fucking protect your loved ones, right? Yeah. And and I think that, I mean, moms moms always protect the kids, right? And mm-hmm. so there's definitely um, a time when, you know, the the female plays the protector too and like the protector role. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, like you're saying, like the roles are different. I think that nowadays too, I think some of the, some females have a hard time, um, you know, letting, letting the man be the man, mm-hmm. you know, doing that protector, you know, that being that protector. Um, I think that there's definitely times where the moms are protectors too, but, um, as far as being meek, like you can't be indecisive. You can't be, you can't be meek when it comes to some of the decisions, especially when it's, you know, you have you or, you know, your family Mm -hmm. around and there's like a potential danger or potential harm. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, when, when we expand on that too, like how do you, how do you move from meek? And let's make sure we identify the appropriate term of meek because there's two definitions, right? <clears throat> they're both descriptive, so they're both adjectives, right? So the first one is showing pe- uh, patience and humility, being gentle. That's not what we're talking about. No. The, the other one is being easily imposed on, imposed on and submissive. And yeah. that's what we're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you cannot be a man and be easily imposed on and submissive. You have to stand right. up. You have to stand up for what's fucking right. Okay. So how do you how do you prepare <clears throat> to be protective and a provider? Well, providers hard because it all depends on what you do for a living or you know how that works, right? But as long as you're not a mooch on society and you're not just sitting there si- siphoning off of fucking welfare, you're probably doing your best to provide, right? Um, yeah. Well, and, and everybody has that different, you know, those different levels, right? The things that they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that, the things that they're capable of doing, um, you know, with what they have. Yeah, absolutely. And, and another thing too, is being a provider means you're willing to invest in yourself. Understand this, right? So everybody who goes to school and whatnot, you're going to end up or gets a certification or gets an apprenticeship or whatever, you're going to end up in debt. 
but that's an investment. That's a, a, a debt that will pay dividends long long term for you. Um, I'm I believe that I'm proof of that pudding, right? Um, <clears throat> before I had my degree, I had no understanding of the difference between having a degree or not. And I was the guy who was like, fuck the degree, fuck the certs. I don't need that shit. Uh, it's not that big of a difference, but it's fucking light years difference because I, I spent the time and I invested in myself, both time, effort, and, and well, time, effort, and money. I mean, it was just, it was time and money for a long time. Because oh, yeah. you're like the Van Wilder of University of Phoenix. I found somebody who went to school longer than me. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Are they a doctor? No. <laughs> ten years. I spent ten years in school. Oh, they got, like, they got like six months on you. Fuck you. It was like it's like eleven months on me. <laughs> uh, but no, that's the 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 truth is in is is in that right. So you, you in order to be a good provider, you have to invest in yourself one way or another. And I'm not saying go get a degree. I'm just that's an example for me that that I can utilize. But I have a friend of mine. His name's Swiffer. You met John Swift. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he, he was the same way. And then now he's, he's literally invested in himself and he has been in an apprenticeship program to be a sparky electrician, mm-hmm. um, for the past two years, he's about to become a journeyman and the difference in pay and knowledge base that that man has and ability to support his family, provide for his family has quadrupled. It's totally different. Yeah. So it, it's a it's really important to understand, like to being a provider. Look, y'all are going to provide however you're going to provide, right? Like, uh, if you're part of the tribe, uh, for the bearded Viking, if you're part of our clan, there's a dog behind you. There is. There I, was he is. What, I was wondering what he was doing. Um, if you're part of the clan, that means that you're doing it in ethical and legal fashion, right? So you're not yeah. stealing from somebody else to to provide for your family. No. I understand that there's a mentality up there of like, you know, if somebody's going to be Robin Hood or whatever, or if if you are living on the streets and you have a family to feed, I understand stealing food, right? But I don't understand stealing fucking Armani jeans or fucking you yeah, know. busting a window and stealing a TV. Like what? Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> why, like why I I, I understand there's a, there that's a gray area, and I really don't want to go down that path. But the, I understand that there's necessities that need to be taken care of, right? Um. At the same time, too, you've got to find a way to protect your family. So how do you prep for pre- uh, for protection besides, you know, always having a condom in your pocket? got to have a Trojan, dude. Yeah. And you got to change them out every, like, three months. Right. Otherwise, you're going to end up with a smart. whole bunch of kids. Dude, so many. So many. <laughs> do you, did you ever, were you ever that guy that walked around with a condom in your wallet? I did for a while when I was um, right after my first divorce because I didn't know how to date and I was like, oh yeah, there's gonna be a girl who's gonna take me home. Not one time. Ever. I'm here. I'm here to fuck. Yeah. Um. After my second marriage, I didn't carry a condom in my pocket, and the amount of uh, opportunities to have to use a condom uh, <laughs> were infinitely better. <laughs> uh, I Damn it! A... <laughs> I wish I still had that condom in my wallet. Yeah. So. Um, it, you know, you, you learn as, as you learn, right? <laughs> uh, and if you're the boat, you probably don't even give a shit about it one way or another. <laughs> I'll 
ter- just raw dog and happy. Just fucking whatever. Yeah, dude. He's like, oh, let's push this, this. Oh, you're stuck in the fence. Let me help you over. <laughs> I have my Velcro gloves. No worries. I'm getting, I'm getting eaten by a dog here. That's funny. He, he thinks it's time to play. Well, so I think, uh, for, so how do you prep to be a protector, right? So in the day and age in which we live, you have to understand that the the world is adverse to the family family nucleus nucleus. Like, and when I say the world, I'm not saying the world in general. I believe that 85 percent of the country or 80 percent of the country somewhere in there um, still believes in a family nucleus, right? But you have all of this influence that is going to your children and mm-hmm. to even to you yourself. Like you're on the thing and you see all this shit, uh, all these promiscuous women or all these fucking ripped dudes or whatever fucking floats your boat. These really fancy Ferris wheels, whatever it is, right? <laughs> fancy Ferris wheels. <laughs> what? It's like, you know, if you're... It, it, this is this podcast is about men's mental health, right? So we talk about men's mental health because we're men. We don't know how women feel. We'd love to hear from some ladies. We'd love to have a couple ladies on the podcast talking about it. And then also at the same time, we also know that there's a whole bunch of shit in between. So I use the the, ver, the, the term Ferris wheel because I watched a show once. Like, I'm in love with a Ferris wheel. And Oh, yeah. That, I've seen that, shit like that. Super fucking nuts. I don't understand it. Like, but if you love Ferris wheels and you're, you know, looking at a better, fancier Ferris wheel because yeah. you're on the on the Ferris wheel talk, you better fucking like, keep your eyes off that Ferris wheel. Right, right now. Be, be faithful to yours. Yeah. So I think protecting people <laughs> and the way you build a protection for your home is establishing boundaries for things, and then also prepar- preparation for true protection. Uh, I, I think that's probably how I would break it down. And what I mean by that is like, okay, <clears throat> so unfortunately I didn't get to have my kids around me for the majority of their time growing up. Like right. they, they were gone in a different state. And so when my daughter moved up here, um, it was hard to establish like boundaries about things, right? Say, so, Hey, look, like this is, you know, this is how you need to carry yourself. So that way. Uh, you're not an easy target or easy prey, right? Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when she moved up here, she'd gone from 18 to 19, and, she, you know, that fucking know-it-all fairy sprinkled all the dust for that. Like, I fucking know, Dad. I'm a grown-up. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're not your father's daughter at all whatsoever. Not I even never, a bit. Not even a little bit. <laughs> That's sarcasm if you don't know me. <laughs> um, so... So you you have to prep your family nucleus for that. And I think a lot of people are doing that more so now, but they're being inundated with this, with things that are not your family's core beliefs. As soon as they leave the door, they leave your house, they go to school and they could have a, you know, if you're, if you're lean on the liberal side of the aisle, they could have a very conservative teacher. If you, you, if, if they are on the conservative side, you, they could have a very, very liberal teacher, right? Um, and you have to protect them in any way you can. Uh, I don't know how PTA meetings go or school board meetings go in, in the states that we're involved in, uh, but I do know a lot of people who have gone to them and have been silenced by the board uh, and just not listened to, even though we pay their salaries. So how do you prep for that? Yeah, and that's that's the hard part too especially now is 
educators and these boards, the boards of education and everything, they think that it's their job and that they need to be talking and and dealing with these issues and injecting that into the education system where they shouldn't be talking about shit like that. They shouldn't even, it's not their place. And no. um, we're actually, I think we're actually protected from a lot of that because where we are is still, it's still more rural. It has more of like the rural, like family values um, mm-hmm. for the time being, but there's so many people moving in from Salt Lake and out of town that I don't know how much longer it'll stay like that. Right. But, and it, and it's scary, dude. Like I've even like the school has like things where, where uh, they'll show up and they'll do like dental checks and stuff on the kids or they'll give, give the kids vaccines and stuff like that. And I straight up had to tell my boys, like if anybody comes near you with a needle run, like they do not have the permission. Like, I don't care if you have to leave the school, like run around the corner to grandma's house. Like yeah. you will not get any shots while you're there. No, and I mean, that's a, that's, that's, that's a really good statement to build that and prep for that protection. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, it's weird because you wouldn't think up here in Montana that we'd experience some of that shit. Well, we had, um, in town, we had a, a gal, she'd been a teacher for 25 years right and teachers typically teach for fucking 40 i mean yeah. they they love it once and when you get tenured it's not as bad as before but like you're still you know they're still they're doing it for the love they ain't doing it for a paycheck because they don't get paychecks they get scraps right. from the kitchen table you know yeah um anyway so uh we had a kid that moved in and the family had moved in that um the kid identifies as a cat a third grader and the family requested from the school board to put a litter box in the little girl's bathroom for her to go to the bathroom in the litter box each day and the school board allowed it are you serious yeah human rights it's a human rights violation apparently if you don't say no how the fuck is that a human rights violation if they're a cat Listen, man, we live in a fucked up world. <laughs> like, what right? the fuck, dude? The teacher fucking retired. She said, I'm done. I can't do this. I'm not dealing with this bullshit. Um, I think part of the preparation to protect your children in this you world. said the third grade? Third grade. It's like the same grade that Sam's in. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah, your mind is now completely fucking blown. Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm ruined for the rest of this podcast. Dude. The problem is if it happens in the, my small town, it can fucking happen anywhere. Cause I'm like not near, like I'm an hour from two big cities. Right. Yeah. And they're not even big. They're not even big. They're like big for Montana, big, you know, what kind Brisbane. of like, what kind of more mental health to the parents have to have to allow that to go on? So I was actually going to go down that path. Right. So part of the preparation to protect your children right, is to remember that you're the fucking parent. Yeah. And children are going to child. 
They're going to kid. They're going to do whatever they want. One minute, they're going to be an astronaut. The next minute, they're going to be a, a fucking velociraptor. Sam used to fucking be a velociraptor all the fucking time, right? <laughs> he was, he was like, always raptoring out. <laughs> yeah, right? And I, I give him shit about being a saber-toothed tiger because it's cooler than a velociraptor, right? You know, or whatever. And uh, and we would battle and we'd fuck around. But, like, you put a limit on it. You could be a velociraptor for the next five minutes and then you got to come back to being a kid, right? Yeah. Or whatever it was. I mean, you'd let him play. And then if he went, he tried to take it too far or got too annoying, he became a child again. And you said, yeah. you are, you you need to knock that shit off right now. Otherwise yeah, you're, you're done. Ready to, I'm going to beat your raptor ass. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because there's there, you have to allow children to, to have an imagination and to grow, but they yeah. do not dictate the home. So you have to fucking be a parent. And there's a slingshot effect from this, from, uh, the latchkey kid era, so Gen X to millennials, the initial part of millennials, right? Um, and the reason why kids are doing this is because our fucking mom and dad were never around. So, and then when they were around, it was beat that ass because you you didn't sit at the table right, or you tucked the t- the table the chair in too close to the table Tuck and did <laughs> yeah you you did something dumb or whatever. And there wasn't really like that heart to heart that we have with our kids. Um, It was, no, I'm the fucking parent. I'm right. Well, now we've gone so far past that, that it's, it's like, I'm the parent and I'm right until you talk to me and tell me about your feelings. Well, cool. I like you to have feelings, but when you're in trouble, you're in fucking trouble. And if I'm yelling at you and it hurts your feelings, good. Yeah. You fucked up. You're not supposed, this is not supposed to be a good time for either one of us. No. Like, like, I don't want, I shouldn't I don't want, have to yell at you more than once about this. I shouldn't even, yeah, I should never have to use the dad voice. Yeah. Well, and, and, um, I think that I would, I mean, I would say that we probably had a higher emotional intelligence at like, say his age, right? Mm-hmm. Say, you know, nine years old than he does, but we were also roaming the fucking neighborhood, you know? On our bikes. And yeah. looking for where all the other bikes are. Yeah. Fucking roll up to the party. Hang out with the dudes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that's a big thing that he's learning. And that's hard as a parent, too, is, dude, you cannot be emotional about these things. Like, you're being, mm-hmm. you know, ridiculously emotional. And, you know, trying to deal with feelings and stuff like that. And I just don't. I don't do well with Dylan with feelings that I don't even think should be there, you know? Yeah. It's a, and that's part of that, that stage, right? So you're molding a child to be able to take on the world. Um, And in that aspect, I I think, you know, somebody who's addicted, being addicted to social media now, it's fucking stupid hours of scroll time. I told you yesterday, I have to fucking put a screen cap limit on, on things. I don't even watch fucking movies now if I have my phone. If my phone is near me, I'll fucking turn on a movie and scroll. Yeah. <clears throat> it's that dopamine kick, right? But kids don't understand that those likes and those hearts and those dislikes or whatever, or those mean comments from fucking trolls, those aren't real. Those, like, you could probably say that the people that hit your like, hit a like on a post that you do, it's probably your family, right? Mm-hmm. And it might be people who are watching you from afar, who are friends from you with you at some point, but 
they're still not fucking real. And I saw a study recently where they took, I think it was 10 kids and they didn't give them cell phones. Um, And they were, I think they were like 13 through 16. And it was a mixture, like five boys, five girls. And they did one study with, you know, these 10 kids without phones. And then they did 10 kids with the phones and they followed them around and looked at their progress and, and everything else. And the teenagers that didn't have the cell phones were just like head and shoulders above the ones that did when it came to like happiness, confidence, um, like drive, all of it. And then the kids that had the cell phones were depressed, um, being bullied and, you know, just overall having like issues, um, right. because it was, you know, they were in high school and it makes a lot of sense, right? Because when cell phones came out when we were in school and like, I don't think I got a cell phone until I turned like 16, 15 or 16. I had a pager. So, yeah. See, well, there was no reason for me to have a pager, right? Because I was at fucking school. <laughs> there's no, there's no reason for me to. Um, but they didn't have social media on the phones. You know, mm. it was just, you could go and go on AOL chat and you could go chat. You can do that. I couldn't even do that shit when I, the first one that I had. No, um, no, no. I mean like at home on your computer. You oh could. yeah. Yeah. Or I like, mean like Yahoo messenger or whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. And uh, on your dial up internet, mm-hmm. but yeah, there was none of that shit. Like you barely like text messaging wasn't even really a thing until like we got older and yeah. Then yeah. it was like 10 cents a message. So you're like, fuck that. Yeah. And then when you did text, it was fucking hit fucking the middle button four times to get to T. And yeah. it was like more of a pain in the ass uh, than it than you could possibly imagine. And now we have, you know, all of this shit at our fingertips. So so how do you protect your home uh, and your children, even yourself? Um, huh. There it is. Found it. Culprit, Found it. bro. Dude, I yeah. have I have a wild one going on too. I'm, I'm having issues. Uh, all right, beard, anyway, beard issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, how do you find how do you protect a home from that? And I, I'd say it probably, you know, from my perspective, knowing full well that I have a fucking problem, and also at the same time we're building a business that I have to fucking <laughs> be on this shit. There's a balance, right? Right. Because once you get on there, it's not like you can't. You, you can not respond to people. Right. It's a, it's a huge time suck. Big time. Yeah. And then it doesn't even just suck time. It sucks your energy. I don't know if you've noticed that, but if I don't, if I put my phone away and I'm doing something, um, you know, I'll be listening to a podcast or I'll be listening to like music or whatever. I am super productive. But as soon as I fucking open up one of the socials, no matter what it is, I am now sitting on the couch and I am, literally watching hours go by 30 seconds at a time (laughs) right like literally and then when you're done you're like oh i'm so tired i oh i didn't do anything today yeah you know and uh it's it's 
so how do you protect yourself? So <clears throat> you start with like putting a screen cap, screen time cap, right? But how do you do that? You have to have so much discipline to do that. And you can't just yeah, tell your you're... kids no. Yeah, because you're the guy who can just go in and be like, nope, I'm getting another 30 minutes Yeah, you know, on your yeah. own screen time cap. Yeah. So how do you how do you adhere to that? Because it's something that I'm actually currently struggling with, because, you know, <clears throat> if I post a fucking TikTok video, 60,000 people look at it. Right. You know, um, and with it's building weird. that it's it's I don't know how to do it. Like and then we I post a, a Facebook thing and there are 130 people that are still on Facebook. Look at it. Instagram, <laughs> you know, same dude, thing. We, we, we need to fucking kick it old school, dude. We need to get a MySpace. Dude, I'm in on a MySpace. What was the dude's name that was the best friend? What was your first friend on that? Was it Tom? Tom. 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 I want. I think JT owns it now, right? Justin Timberlake. I think he does. He does. I think so. I'll look at dude, that. Dude, we it. all, we all, forsook or uh, was it? We we were forsaken. <laughs> Tom. Mm -hmm. We all left Tom, and all he did was give us our space. Remember, we could, uh, you could, you, you could, you, like, we all thought we were fucking hackers and coders. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We all thought we were hackers and coders because we could go in and find it and, and do that. I mean, we pretty much were. MySpace. Well, yeah, it was Tom Anderson. Uh, in 2012, uh, oh, Justin Timberlake looked like a uh, video featuring new MySpace platform. Uh, no, I don't know. MySpace sold for $35 million in the fall of 2011. Well, that's, I don't even know if MySpace is around. I don't know if I can look it up. It is. Dude, I'm on it right now. <laughs> wow. MySpace is a thing still, dude. Wow, that's crazy. I don't need to be on another fucking social media platform. It looks I like it's more music-oriented now. Yeah, this is like uh, MTV before the reality TV. Dude, I'm about to like get back on. I'm gonna get sucked in, dude. Dude, don't do it! Don't do it! Don't dude, do it! I already I got you, you sucked you, in on Insta. You got a Twitter, dude. I'm getting a MySpace. Really? I'm kicking it old school. <laughs> I'm gonna add it to my fucking dot card, <laughs> my MySpace profile. <laughs> Fuck. Um, you know, so how how do you hold yourself accountable? Well, for me, um, I keep talking about it, but I'm going to get a Faraday box for my phone. Um, I'm almost even tempted to get one of those, like, combination fucking lock things. Like, so I have to put my phone away. What if you and, have an emergency, dude? And it's, like, locked in there for a time. I can use the computer to call. If it's an emergency, it's just a pain. And are you ass. just going to get on the computer and like. No, man. When I'm on the computer. Get it's on like... your Instagram. No. So have you ever logged ha... in Instagram on your computer? Yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's not a great platform for the. I've never done it. No. Yeah. So, so if you, you know, for, for that, as from that aspect, like, you know, there's ways you can communicate, but like when I work on my computer, it's like, I'm so used to doing just work. Cause that's what I, I use for a living that. Like, I don't sit down on my computer to play games. Like, I don't even fucking like computer games. They're, it's fucking annoying, and I don't get it because there's no controller. Like, dude, I, I never, so I never much, fucking did. So much fun. 
if the if Warcraft or Starcraft was around still, I would fucking lose. Like there would be no metery because Warcraft I would just is still around. No, it's the World of Warcraft. I'm talking about the original, the fucking good ones, like one, two, uh, and I three. I never played any of those. I, uh, I played like Ages of Empires and like, oh yeah, same same roller concept. coaster tycoon and like, oh, stuff oh. like that, like SimCity. SimCity, yeah, yeah. Um, and that that show was build civilizations, bro. <laughs> Age of Empires. <laughs> yes. Mm. But like, you know, I think that I'm I'm gonna have to do something like that because. I really am 10,000% more productive if I don't have a phone near me. Oh, yeah, I agree. It's so hard, though, now. Yeah. And how do you even protect your kids from it? Don't get them one. Make them wait as long as fucking possible. Or you can get them a phone, but just restrict it. Just get them a fucking flip phone. Do they even have those anymore? Yes. Does Sammy have a flip phone? Fuck no. Oh, that's right. He went to the office to call you when we were golfing. Yeah, remember? Yeah. <laughs> he remembers one phone number, and it is mine. <laughs> he had, like, a panic attack about who was picking him up. That was funny as fuck. Yeah, I'm like, don't worry, bro. I have not left you at school once. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Yeah. Can you imagine him having to walk around the corner to Grandma's house by himself? He would never do it. He would go to the office and call. I would have been like, oh, cool, my dad didn't show up. I'm fucking hanging out with the boys. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the, that's the thing, though, is, like, these kids are not like that, you know? They're, not, they're wired different. Like, he would be lost. He would, I would have to post, like, pictures of him on a milk jug to find him. And he'd be sitting on the corner somewhere just trying to figure out. Just pure panic would, yeah. would overtake him. I guarantee it. Interesting. So I I think that's probably a good step. Don't get them one, or if you do, then fucking restrict that shit all the way. Yeah. Like, so so there's no social no, media. No. Yeah. I think I think in order for me to be accepting of of social media, like it's hard to say no to a 16 or a 17 year old, right? But if you've coached them along the entire way and they haven't had social media, that that means they've built emotional intelligence along the way. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you can, like, kind of foster them along without the cell phone mm-hmm. for as long as possible, I think that their desire to be on social media and stuff like that will be less and less and less. Uh, if you've prepped them and they have emotional intelligence, right, they they should be able to carry through and then you've got to support it. You still have to limit it. But they, the world is in a place now where... You're, they're going to feel the anxiety from the their friends who are all on because the, the, you know, the cool kids have the cell phone and they have the socials and the Snapchat and the fucking fucking whatever. Right. So I don't I, I feel like they you have to create a relationship in that preparation portion for to protect your family that they know that they can trust you like that. There's a point when you're going to be upset, but. It's not going to be the end of the world upset. It's going to be a consequence for the action. At the same time, you, they're going to understand that they can come to you when there's a fucking problem, right? I think you have to create that relationship. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to get there when we get there. 
I'm gonna fucking uh, re- I'm gonna just fucking take notes about shit that I'm never gonna have to do again. Should we just make up make the shit up as we go, right? Yeah, dude. Like, there's no rule book. There's no no nothing. This thing's fucking distracting as shit. This MySpace thing it keeps fucking transferring through. <laughs> and you get stuck on it too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is? Yeah. Um, Deftones, no. dude. They parted way with their bassist. Oh, cool. But uh, it's probably because he didn't slap at a bass. He didn't slap at a bass. Slap at a bass. So, you know, when you when you when you, when you're preparing that, you have the mental aspect. You have the emotional aspect, which we've talked about. Emotionally, like teaching your children not to be over emotional. I had three girls, and so that probably made me learn more about emotional strength um because i didn't have any i was just pushing the shit down to the bottom of the sea bag not yeah. even compare it was just stacking it on top of each other you know and uh i think that when you break it down you know you have to be strong and you have to lead by example for your children and you have to teach them the difference between this is what something is that you could you should cry for and this is something that you shouldn't cry for. And you teach them, are you hurt or are you injured? Right? And did they hurt your feelings or did they injure you? So touchy-feely. It's, yeah, it's hard for somebody. Like, it's really hard. And we're in a realm in the world now where the soft people have created hard times. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens when um what happens when you know let's take we'll take him for example and um what happens when he grows up and you know he if he stays hardcore and there's you know there's nobody else like him right so He's not on socials. He just likes to to fish and hunt and, you know, play baseball or something. You know, well, does that does that does that limit him? You know, what I don't, what does I don't that, know. What does that look like for him? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a really hard conversation to have, right? And it's really hard to to forecast. And the only thing that I would say is as guidance from somebody who's moved past those things and whose daughter is more manly than any any man she's dated except for the current man she's dating, right? Um, and when I say that is like my daughter can hunt and fish and she can, she like baits her own, ho- her own shit. She'll, I mean, she was up in Alaska with my parents and they were pulling in freaking, um, you know, halibut. Ha- halibut and she freaking <laughs> gilled them all. She didn't give a shit. She just did it. Right. So how do you, how do you, <clears throat> I guess she's a one of a kind in that aspect for a lot of people. Right. But she found a, a, a man who's a man, had to work on his handshake a little bit, but <laughs> he stands up for what he believes. He protects her. He does his best to provide for her, right? Um, and they're both 20, so it's not like they're they're providing a lot, but they're providing equally, right? Mm-hmm. And he and they stand up for each other. They protect each other. They're, they're actually, it's a really cool thing to see happen as an adult, and when your adult child starts understanding what adulthood looks like yeah how you know, different but, it really is 
So I think the biggest thing that I would say as a dad who's been through a lot in his personal life and has not been able to um, really be there full time because I wasn't afforded the opportunity, right? Um, I would say that you have to be in the moment and be present with your children and that will drive it forward. And if you're doing that, then if he is alone in the future, He'll still, I mean, we're, there's fucking what, 5 million, 4 million, or 4 billion people on the earth right now? Like Some fucking seven, crazy. It's like 7 or 8 billion people now. Yeah, so much fucking billions, right? So many billions. Yeah, so, so many billions. Um, I think that if you, um, if you're able to, if you're able to teach them this way, they're going to find a tribe like ours, like the bearded Viking tribe, where they find people who are challenging and have different opinions and different views, but have a sense of moral, uh, the moral background, the moral fiber. The fibers. Yeah, the more the the moral fortitude that that aligns with them, and they're that's going to be the people that drive humanity back into good times. Yeah, that's what that's kind of like the all we can kind of hope for and work for now is mm-hmm. just to raise a generation that wants to, you know, get the get the good times again um, when it comes to being strong. And leading yeah. the way for, for the good times instead of being weak and meek and and scared and and uh, push over. So, <clears throat> yeah let's let's keep our let's keep our fingers crossed i i agree i agree fucking i don't know where the face keeps getting all these goddamn patches but they're fucking hilarious did he get another patch for tesla's fucking vest oh god the dog is gonna be why does tesla even have a vest (laughs) i don't even know (laughs) i think uh uh english bulldog no the no the big an American, American bulldog. American yeah. bulldog, yeah, American. So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. I think that um, Sammy will come into his own, and so will Conrad. And I think the girls, you know, boats girls will. And I think that uh, the rest of us who have older children, they're already in their realm, and they have the instilled values, and they change. Uh, yeah, they're they, in it already. Yeah. And, you know, my daughter was extremely liberal for a bit, uh, which is weird. Um, she didn't want to shoot guns. She didn't want to hunt. She didn't want to do anything because she was surrounded by people that aren't her people. Mm-hmm. And you can tell when people aren't your people because we talked about it yesterday that they'll just talk about the things you did in the past. And that's all your commonality will be. Yeah. Right. Peak in high school. Yeah. And so, like, um, you know, they're going to be there and they're going to drive and they're going to figure it out. And as long as you stay steadfast within yourself as a, as, as the, the patriarch and the matriarch of the family, if you have a, a, you know, a family, family nucleus like that, then they'll figure it out. They'll follow your example because they'll want to be it. Right. They, so at some point the kids boomerang back, they, you got to let them fucking wander lost in the, the, the world and they come back. It's that, uh, Who's the 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 lost son in your religion? What's his name? He's a 
One of talking about, I, you're talking about I, the Jews wandering talking, in the desert for 40 years? No, I'm talking about like Isaac's kid, dude. He like let his kid go, stripped him of like all the stuff he he got was lost and he came home and was heralded. I was going to say there's lots of wandering in the desert in the Christian religion. <laughs> fucking have no idea why you'd want to wander in the desert. I'd wander just towards the not desert. Pick the one. Desert's they wandered stupid. in the desert. Um. Anyway, so. So that's I think that's the piece. Now the other portion that we have to talk about is preparation to protect, so like physical, which I'm a big fan of. So uh, we have the 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 challenge going on that we are fucking failing at as leaders of the we're company. Of, if we are failing at it, right? Yeah. But um, <clears throat> you know I I actually do a lot of physical work around the the farm the ranch because it's a big fucking piece of land and it requires constant fucking doings whether it's chopping wood or something but i need to go beyond that uh i need i bought a reloading kit um so i can reload my 30 out six and my 556 and my remington ultra mac even though i can't find primers for it <clears throat> but uh or or rounds right <clears throat> um but like you have to be prepared for violence as a man to protect. And if you don't believe me, just go on t- uh, go on TikTok, go on Instagram, go on uh, Twitter and scroll for 10 minutes, just 10 minutes. Give yourself a 10 minute buffer and you'll see what I'm talking about. The major cities of this country are falling on their asses. Oh yeah, they're falling apart. Yeah. And I, I don't even like going to major cities. Because one, they have restrict they have restrictions on what I can do to protect myself, but they and they also protect the criminal. Yeah, it's only a matter yeah. of time till it's that spills odd, over. It's an odd flip that we're protecting the criminal now. Yeah, instead of just locking them away. Yep, absolutely. Um, or just eliminating them depending on the crime. Yeah, yeah, we need more more wild west. We need more tombstone action than. Uh, you know who right does? You know who doesn't uh, fuck around? People don't fuck around when they know that there are more guns in the room than th- than they have bullets. Oh yeah. Right. So, yeah. <clears throat> so my goal, my my resolution to be better for protection this next year, is I'm going to get back into ju ju to ju jujitsu jujitsu. Jujitsu. You can't even say jujitsu. I'm not even. I'm not even drunk yet. You should get in. You should get in a fucking Marine Corps food, bro. Just get back uh, in. No, man. Fuck you, just man. Get, just get back in a Marine well, Corps food. <laughs> I used to. I used to do a lot of study following Krav Maga because that's actually like the most fuck you uh, thing you can do because it doesn't teach like submission holds. It's break or it's maim or kill, right? Mm-hmm. And um, my buddy Dave Luna, R.E.P. We've talked about him before. Uh, so my buddy Dave became he went to uh israel and became he a hebrew and studied uh krav maga and got a fucking doctorate degree in hebrew studies and krav maga before he passed yeah um but you gotta get get a degree in pyh bro i don't know protect protect your holes oh fair enough yeah (laughs) yeah uh and then i'm also 
because ammo is so expensive. And like, listen, I know there's a lot of people out there are afraid of guns. I get it. But if Bill Maher can fucking stand up and say, I have a gun because it's the great equalizer. And Bill Maher used to be like the fucking farthest left leading dude ever. Except for now oh, he's no. like a moderate. Yeah. Right. I think he realized that the fucking rabbit hole was not where he wanted to be. On yeah. That. Dude, dude openly speaks out about, uh, about the woke. Well, he's smart enough to realize that it was somewhere that he didn't want to be. I think, you know, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know the guy. You don't know the guy, but Mm-mm. you know he clearly had a, a moment of critical thinking. He reeled decided, it in. I'm not fucking doing this shit. This is dumb. I'm, this is in a different stream than the one that I had. He's a JFK liberal, which I can handle. Those now, now, yeah. now, 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 yeah. He wasn't before. No, no. Now he's a JFK liberal where he's bringing people together, which is good. Well, and, and that's why I think. Um, like RFK Jr. Um, I think that there's a lot of potential there. And he's running as an independent, and it looks like he's going to be in the presidential debates now, too. Um, I have a, uh, it, I only have one issue with him, and it's a pretty big issue. What's that? He was on the flight logs and openly admitted to going to Epstein Island twice. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah, that's that's sketchy. And then his wife died. His first wife died after ex- trying almost exposing it. Huh. You're gonna have to send me that rabbit hole. <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't seen anything like that. Oh, bro, it was. I was like, oh god, because I I actually you know the words he was saying I I could get behind a lot of them you know. Yeah. I just want the system to to, to break so it's no longer fucking bipartisan. I, there needs to be more than two 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 flavors to this this well this and where he's where he's getting as far as he is as, as an independent that i that kind of gives hope for a third party yeah well, i hope so we'll figure it out when it happens if it ever happens um but let's let's not go down that path so so the question <laughs> is is what, what well no we're talking about there's something more important to me is like protecting <laughs> your home because yeah, and this is the statement that I'll make is no matter who you vote for, they're still coming for you. They're going to fuck oh, you yeah. some way. It just doesn't matter. It's just like, how much do you want to get fucked? And do and when you get fucked, are, are they aligning with at least saying hello beforehand? Right? And most of the time, yeah. it doesn't matter who they are. They still do. Um, so what are you doing to prep? What are you doing to be stronger and get I'm... ready for that protection? I'm just hoping that I'm as good once as I ever was. Um, Seems like a solid plan. Let's you know, see if it works out. Yeah. The so the problem, the problem that I have is like I would love to go shooting all the time, hmm? but going shooting all the time is just unrealistic because it's so fucking expensive now. Yeah. So you kind of have to pick and choose like when you're going to go shoot and stuff like that. And I actually started to teach Sam how to shoot um, with the AR just recently. So I think it's kind of like a, a developing plan, right? Mm-hmm. Is go out and shoot more and become just practice more. Right. Well, now you um, get back into some foo. Because I, don't want to fucking roll around with sweaty dudes. 
No, I'm just joking. But they're really... I, I was about to call bullshit on that. <laughs> Dude, it's my favorite pastime. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, time. Yeah. Right? And like while in the Marine Corps and stuff like that and everything, there was like jujitsu that was mixed in. But we did a lot of Muay Thai because we had a uh, corporal that knew Muay Thai. And he would, so he taught us Muay Thai um, well, the whole time we were in Japan. So we got pretty fluent in, you know, the grabs and holds and, and, and stuff strikes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was cool as shit. And doing something like that now, it sounds fun. Like it would be, it'd be awesome. But you remember how we were talking about time and making the time to to do that type of stuff especially when there's like baseball going on or you know we're starting a business and stuff like that i think we have we have two full-time jobs yeah i think once stuff settles down i think doing something like that would be more realistic but i think now is just not not the time to for me anyway to try and get into that just because i have the you know i have two young kids and pretty soon they're going to be both doing baseball and both doing different sports and shit last summer i barely had time to do anything oh yeah i know like that that was like one of the reasons why we decided to do seasons yeah get down right yeah and i don't think like we were talking about last night i don't think we're gonna have the excuse you guys he wants to talk. He wants to. He wants to drop some beats. Mm. Um, I don't think that we're going to be able to do that this year again, um, and go on a hiatus because I feel like people really. <laughs> um, I feel like you know we kind of let people down without even knowing it, yeah, without realizing I, it. But I agree. I think like. I think we all kind of get out and we have like hypervigilance and I don't think like the hypervigilance is going anywhere. And I think staying proficient as far as being a protector, I think staying proficient with the weapons and stuff like that, that we choose to use Mm -hmm. is important. But I think that's kind of where that, where that part of it ends as far as like, going out in, in public and stuff like that. But, you know, I have a entirely different fucking plan for if everything goes to shit, you know? Yeah. I'm I not sure. I'm not sure not with everybody. No, no. Be a lot of fucking, there'll be a lot of motherfuckers on a hilltop. That's for sure. <laughs> Protect that fucking food, that hilltop. But, uh, right. I, I, I think, uh, so for me as I age, um, one thing that I need to make sure that, and I, I probably think everybody should do this, is you got to keep your cardiovascular health up. Because if you've never been in a gunfight, then you don't know what the fuck I'm about to say. And it's good that you haven't, because I don't recommend it, right? But you have to shoot, move, and communicate. And when you say move, you're not fucking walking, and you can't put rounds on a target if you're out of breath. It doesn't fucking happen. If your heart rate's out of out of whack, you're going to expend more rounds than you're going to be able to locate. And what sucks about that is 
the older you get, the harder it is to stay frosty. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you got to be able to do that. Now, I do a lot of hiking because, like, everywhere up here is hiking. Like, mm -hmm. just it is just what it is. And it's good because it's like I leaned out and whatnot. But I need to do more fucking, I hate to say this out loud. This is the fucking, I hate this word. <laughs> so fucking hate it. I need to do more sprints. Because you can do some wind sprints every day. And if you do wind sprints, you're good. You do 10 wind sprints a day, you're good. You're, you'll be able to do the things over long term because you're putting your body in this realm, right? You need to be strong. So you've got to be able to carry your load and be able to ready, be ready to carry your buddy or your family member if you have to while you're doing these things. And I'm not talking like doomsday stuff because doomsday prep is way, way more intense than what I'm way talking different. about. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to be prepared to clear a room, protect your family, shoot the dude, pick him up over your shoulder, drag him outside, minimize blood loss, and find a place to bury him. <laughs> right? Yeah, you don't want you don't want to have to redo your living room because of fucking blood through the carpet, you know? Yeah. I I agree. And so 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 what are you gonna do when people start coming through mirrors? Listen, okay, time out. Okay? A little bit much <laughs> to fucking drop on somebody right now, and it just got dark, so it's cool. But what happens, dude? What happens? Uh, well, so number one, if they start coming through mirrors, uh, there ain't nothing you can do, because they ain't going to be of this realm. You don't think? You don't think nah. there's a, you don't think there's like a Stargate out there to be using them? Yeah, that's different than the mirror to me. Like, like the mirror. I know, is... but like, I feel like it can be both ways. I think. Uh, no, dude. Like, okay. So let me wrap. We we have two other pieces that we should have talked about, but we need to talk about some paranormal shit because yeah. we promised it. We, we're, we and we're getting, it. we're getting, we're getting, we're getting long well, in the tooth. Yeah, we're getting long in it. Yeah. All right. So my challenge to everybody is to prepare yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally. Uh, to protect your family. Pray for peace. Be ready for war. Fuck yeah. Do some wind sprints, bro. Ten wind sprints a day. Look, we gotta lead. We gotta lead by example. Let's do videos of us doing wind sprints and dying. Oh, dude. Sprinting. You in? Are you in? I'm so fast, dude. I'm the fastest fact you've ever seen. I don't care about wind sprint number one. Anybody can be fast for ten yards. <laughs> dude, that's all I got. I don't have a camera crew to come take uh, you video. You don't need one. You can set your phone up on a fucking on on the edge of a fucking log, and or a rock, and watch us fucking watch you die. We're gonna have to go find some logs there, guess. A rock too. A rock or something. Use an emery. I'm gonna put a, a vest on Gus, and he's gonna run with me. Oh, that's good. He's a goofiest looking <laughs> runner. Yeah. Mm. All right, so um, let's talk about the mirror realm. It was a good segue. Uh, so what is the mirror realm? <laughs> is it a plane of existence? Like where ghosts live? Is it dude, a different dimension? What is it? Dude, I don't know. I think it could be like a little bit of everything. Because you hear of like ghosts and ghouls using them. 
and then yeah. you hear of like you know multi-dimensional beings using it i don't know it could be a lot of different things so i don't know how you feel but i always get creeped out when you get on an elevator and it's nothing but mirror and mirror and like this like 360 mirrors i'm like and you look around and you see all of these like versions of you that you kind of see right um and and like if in like the like like witches and stuff in the wiccan belief uh and most actually religious beliefs uh they have only like one infinity room right like the mormon belief system has an infinity room that you go into and and so on. and they, they practice some things inside of there um that's part of their belief system so it is what it is i know that because i was sealed in the temple and i really hope i really i really hope that shit ain't true because i don't want to be with that bitch for eternity fuck no <laughs> uh and she don't want to be with me either so it's a mutual it's a mutual feeling right um but like most religions I want to say almost all religions have stories of mirrors. You know, you got the Hail Mary or the Hail Mary. Go do some Hail Marys. And if you see it, is it Hail Mary? No, it's Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Yeah. And you do that in the dark and like there's a fucking uh, piece to that. And then you have like like uh, Wiccan folk or even like shaman and, and whatnot. They're like, okay, cool. So if you ever try to do a seance and there's a mirror there there will 100 percent be a spirit that crosses through that mirror to where you're at and you won't be able to get them out because you won't be able to get them out so do you think like there's always something staring back at you through a mirror yeah dude so here's a here's a weird thing that i saw a lot of and i haven't tested it but if it's true I don't know how many mirrors I'm going to have anymore. Um, so there's a test, right? So you take a piece of cardboard, you put it up against the mirror, mm -hmm. and you stand directly in front of the mirror, and you bring your phone around the side of the mirror so you can see the edge of the cardboard. And if you, it will show you holding that cardboard. How can it see a reflection? of the cardboard what's on the back side of the cardboard how what? does it know yeah oh, i'll send hey. you yeah i'll send you the videos <clears throat> what about like a tv reflection but that's a weird thing right i don't know is that because that's kind of a mirror right like right now like you can see everything that i'm doing yeah there's a wait. tv right here yeah there's 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 windows so I don't know if the mirror realm works as just fucking glass, like like in general, or if if it's like the direct reflection which creates a, a gateway into a different thing. There's a lot of videos out there, and I don't know if they're real or not. I I don't know because I've never experienced it. But based off of my experiences in life, I'd probably say it's plausible or could be more it's, real than not. It's plausible. Uh, that. There will be people that will be recording themselves, get ready or whatever for the day, and they'll move. And then whatever's on the other side will have the a delayed. The mirror stays there. Yeah. It will delayed move. Now, like, here, here's here's the truth, right? That's not that hard to fake. So let's be real with it. No, and I feel like a lot of that stuff is faked. But 
I've also seen a lot of stuff where, like, if you stare at a mirror, like, stare at yourself for, like, more than, like, five or ten minutes, like, just go up to the mirror and you're just, like, you'll start seeing weird shit. And then, like, once you get to, like, the ten-minute mark, like, it starts getting even fucking weirder. Yeah. And, like, I've I've read shit, like, where people will, like, go and do, like, up to 30 minutes and it just gets fucking sketchy. And I'm kind of like, eh, I don't even want to try it because you try it and it is fucked up. Well, it's Pandora. You're never box, gonna right? fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Pandora. That box. monkey you doesn't can't go fucking, back in the box. You can't put it back. Um. So. Uh. I think. Okay. So here, here's the thing, right? So you open the segment with. What are you going to do when things start crawling out of the mirrors? Very first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to get all of the Palo Santo that I know and own. And I'm going to fucking wrap my bullets in that shit, light it on fire, and shoot it at whatever fucking coming out. <laughs> well, can you just break the mirror? I don't know if you can because it's still mirrors. There's still small mirrors. I know. Like, once it's like, what, what, light, hap- what, what happens? Then, then you, you have break... a bunch of little small things coming through? Like That seems more terrible. I know. It'd be like, like a like it'd, it'd be like, like step on. Well, it'd be like arachnophobia for you, like when the fucking all the tiny spiders cross, swarm uh, yeah. people. Yeah. I'm out, man. Like I'd rather deal with just one thing and not what if multiple you, like, things. What if you like take it and throw it outside? I don't know. I don't know how what to do do with it. I'm gonna do some research on it. I I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, because I. I'm probably not going to be able to throw the mirror outside because they're all fucking glued onto my walls. Yeah. And when there's something already coming through it, like, no, no. Like, yeah. An example of like the mirror realm, um, if you remember the show Constantine with. Yeah, uh, I, I love that movie. Yeah. John Constantine, asshole. Dude, you know, he's going to be doing another one. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, I'm sorry. Shia, Shia LaBeouf's fucking best film. <laughs> Doesn't he die in it too? Yeah, he says like 17 words in it. I yeah. think that uh, as long as it's not like that new Matrix movie, I'll be really excited because the new Matrix was... movie sucked. It was a new one? Yeah, he made a new one. It came out like last year. Oh, I think I've seen it. Oh, I thought there was another new one. They made yeah. another Indiana Jones too. I haven't seen that yet. It, okay, listen. The crescendo of Indiana Jones was the Last Crusade, okay? And then they came out with that fucking Crystal Skulls bullshit. And it just... Every part of Indiana Jones was fucking lost for me. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't seen that Crystal Skulls one. I've seen, like, the old ones, but I haven't seen any of the new ones. Uh, and there's a new Indiana Jones as well. I'm supposed to get feedback from my friends because I don't fucking go to movies and people like to go to movies still, which I have no understanding of why. I love the movie theater. I, I worked in the movie, movie theater. theater. I never go, but I love going to movies in the movie theater. I like to go to the, it's a, I think maybe it's, I, I think that I like to go to the movie theater because it reminds me of back when things were simple. But then you, yeah. by the time you go into a movie theater with a date, let's say you and, and, you know, J Balls goes, right? Uh huh. Um, 
you buy your tickets, which are now like fucking $25 a ticket. Yeah, it's stupid expensive now. Right. And then you buy a bag of popcorn. Popcorn. At 16 bucks a bag. Yeah. Right. And two drinks. You're in at 100 bucks. I mean, I don't know what fucking movie theater you're going to, but I think for the two of us to go, it's like 30 bucks. Do you get popcorn? There's no way it's 30 bucks if you get popcorn. Look it up. Look yeah, it up maybe, right now. Maybe like maybe like 45. Nah. You're at 50 or 60 bare minimum. Bare minimum. I don't think so, dude. I think they're like 15 you don't bucks even, a piece. You, you go... You Yeah, but you have to add in the fucking... The drink and popcorn special, and then I guarantee you, J Balls isn't just gonna fucking be like, okay, I got popcorn in this. She's gonna want like fucking Junior Mints or fucking the frozen sort. frozen Junior Mints, dude. Those are the shit. Yeah, they are. I agree. While you're doing that though, the what sparked us on this path was <laughs> was uh, an example of what the mirror realm is. There's a, a, a point in in Constantine when he's doing an exorcism when he's got to pull that demon out of the little girl. Yeah, and the they put a mirror. They pulled the mirror out, right? Yeah. And it acts as a doorway, and then he ejects the mirror from the home. Uh, and when he does that, it shatters and the demon disappears, right? Yeah. So that's so, what I was. That's what I was thinking. So you're if it's, but, if it's good enough for Constantine, dude. Well, what are you gonna do though if it makes it all the way through? I don't know. Oh, you gotta get, we gotta get like a holy blade. Is that oh, that's thing? what I'm saying. The Palo Santo is like the thing that you use. I don't to know clean, what Palo clean. Santo is. I thought that was just. I thought you were supposed to just use like sage. No, uh, so sage sage depends on it depends on your belief. But um, Palo Santo cleans all negative energy out of your home. Sage will clean all energy out of your home and allow a Palo, reset. Palo Santo sounds Mexican. Palo Santo is probably Spanish. I know. <laughs> uh, it, it's a type of wood, and it smells really good when it burns. Mm. And you have to like wave it in a clockwise direction, and then you, you know, in, in my belief, you you wave it in a. Uh, but how uh, how is a Spanish thing? No, twelve twelve dollars and thirty three cents. You're not looking up at matinee. That's just regular price. That's just regular price. Hmm. And how much is a bag of popcorn and drinks? Uh, bag of popcorn in the movie theater. That one's gonna be a little bit harder to see. Let me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still going for it. Okay. So Palo Santo is not. Uh, so it's just a type of. It, it's a. It's the name of the of the the wood. Right. What I'm saying is like. You're talking about a Nordic belief, but. It's it just because some somebody came along later on and named it something different. And now that name stuck. That's all that is. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to fucking Google the fucking origin of Palo Santo. Mm. It's going to be some saint. Saint Palo Santo. Probably. Yeah, the, the patron saint of... Oh, fuck you, get, demons. Of, uh, I don't like ghosty things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. All right, so, all right. So the, from my perspective, the mirror realm is a realm that exists huh. in between two planes of existence. So um, 14, 14 bucks is the high for a big okay. bag of popcorn. So you're at 40 bucks right there. Yeah. 
That's all I was saying. <clears throat> That's all I was you saying. Said, it's like you said thirty. Like, so yeah. And they charge so, you like four bucks a drink, so you're at fifty. Plus the the junior mints that are in the box that have like seven junior mints in them, they're frozen for like so another three bucks. We call like you're, fifty-five bucks. Still a lot. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that it isn't. So, yeah. And then you add on if you if it if you add the boys into it, then you're at. So I mean, you're thirty-eight bucks for tickets and popcorn. So mm-hmm. fifty bucks after drinks and junior mints. It used to be seven dollars a fucking ticket. Bro, I know, and I bitched about I'm, it then. I know. I'm just saying, like, huh. you'll be okay over there. Yeah, it's like that whole like seasons changing thing. So now mm-hmm. I have allergies again. I had like a two week reprieve. Back. <laughs> so if you look at it um, from, what if you're at the movie theater? And things start coming through the screen. Well, it can't. Aren't those and IMAX if, ones? Don't they have like a mirror finish to it? I don't. I don't know what they have. I. I'm not up with the times on that. I did projection stuff twice in my life in the movie theater when I was working there. <laughs> and every part of me was tempted to try to figure out how to paste the dick in the middle of one's fucking scene, just like fucking Fight Club. <laughs> I didn't do it because I'm a polite man, but it, it the the thought process was there. Right. Um. All right. So, you gotta stay on track with this, though. Sorry. You gotta stay, you gotta stay on track, right? Something comes through the mirror. What are you doing? Well, I don't. I don't know. I'm dude. gonna we're try gonna, to we're shoot gonna see it. if bullets work first. Yeah. If bullets don't work, then I'm leaving. We then I have a whole different particular set of tools that i'm gonna to have to use yeah like a truck and drive real I, fast I'm, I'm using jesus okay yeah that's fine jesus. and i'm i'm gonna be like hey hey uh all right cool i'm hey, gonna leave because hey, like hey, my friend. my my <laughs> gods are like hmm sucks to be you we'll be down in a little while yeah <laughs> they gotta what... finish they gotta finish their feast yeah that i mean the reality is is like that shit happens then we're going to we're going to be in it and I'm going to be leaving. Right. And I'm going to be like, OK, refit, regroup. And then reattack. Right. right. And that's what I'm going to figure out. I'm going to be like, OK, cool. So how do you protect yourself from the shadow or from the mirror, mirror room? Have you Googled it yet? There's a my turn. You tell you talk about that. I'm going to look at this. How to protect yourself from the fucking shadow room. I don't know. The, like, well, you're probably definitely start praying you know what i mean but uh yeah most likely you're gonna have to vacate the premise and hopefully you can grab your kids and your dogs and everything too because if it comes through is it particularly coming through after you or is it just found a way to get through and you're just so lucky that it came through your fucking mirror Here's what you need to do. How to lock your mirrors and protect them from evil spirits. Oh. Some people in the magical or spiritual community believe that all mirrors are haunted. I'm kind of there. It's kind of what we were talking about, right? Right. 
that they are portals into another realm and, if not carefully guarded and watched over, are subject to becoming a window into our world to whatever spirit, good or evil, manages to take charge of the space. It is for this reason that several spiritual traditions, particularly those in Mesoamerica, recommend locking your mirrors to protect yourself from bad energies, and this is how you do it. First, you set the mirror down flat on the floor, use some castile soap, Dr. Bonner's apparently, and wash all the mirrors, or wash all the way around the mirror. Then put a bit of olive oil on cloth, crush a spring of rosemary in the same cloth, and run it all over the perimeter of the mirror. Next, to, next, do the same thing with Florida water. Florida water? This is not from Florida, but rather a type of cologne very popular in the spiritual community. Okay. And then, off the wall. Yeah, and then as a final step, spit on the mirror and say three times, this mirror is locked from energies and entities. Hmm. I'm going to have to drink a lot of water. I don't even put, I don't, I'm not a, I don't spit that often. Me neither. I'm really bad at spitting. Usually just like, like it's just a little dribble, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like good at hawking loogies. Yeah. Um, I, so that's how you protect yourself. But how, what fucking happens if something comes through? Yeah, I don't know. Some say that only mirrors with a silver backing need to undergo this process to keep them safe, which these days only applies to real antique or high-end mirrors. The one you picked up from Ikea is probably fine. Then again, you never know. I would imagine that, like, mirrors now are not like mirrors of yesterday. Of yesteryear. Of yesteryear. Yeah. I would I would imagine that there's... Uh, Probably some more high-powered juice in, like, an old mirror. But isn't isn't it, like, a Jewish tradition that when somebody dies and they have, like, a funeral or a wake or something like that, they cover all the mirrors in the house? Um, Maybe. For, like, 24 hours? I think so. Seven things that repel ghosts. Let's see what this says. Oh, she definitely looks like a ghosty person. <laughs> I was told that I was the opposite of a medium, someone who, instead of con contacting spirits, repels them. Is that a real thing? I wonder what that's like. I there would imagine if you're Christian enough and strong, as, strong enough in your belief that you would work as a repellent. Okay, well, how to repel spirits? Well, and they show a picture of some tacks. That's cool. Some tacks? Like thumbtacks? Yeah, gold ones. I'm fucking confused. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. So, um, you can use crystals to repel spirits, such as black tourmaline, onyx, and many um, agates. You can also place various objects such as crosses or dream catchers around your home to act as a symbolic sign to the spirit world that the negative energies need to stay out. Spirit uh, dream catchers are real. Um, placing positive art artifacts and symbols around your home that represent light and love. 
Live, laugh, love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> will act as protection objects and also serve the double benefit of proving of improving your mood. Okay. Mm. The more your mood is lifted up, the less likely you are to attract the type of energies you'd likely you're, you'd like to avoid. I would <clears> believe <throat> that dream catchers are probably real, but I think if you go down to the gas station and get a fucking uh, dream catcher, can't... it's probably not going to work. Like if you grab one off the res, you're probably in good shape. I think if you make it yourself. I don't think I have like the talent for that. It's not that hard. It takes two days and it takes like three hours a day to do it. That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, You can also tell the spirits to leave by speaking to them directly. The stronger your voice when you say it, the firmer and more direct your stance, the better the effect will be. Uh, Some people believe that when ghosts or negative spirits are affecting you, this could simply be a mirror of what's going on in your physical life. Oh, we're talking about mirrors again. Uh Uh-oh. All right. uh, So occasionally the presence of a bossy spirit or ghost bothering you could show up as a way to let you know the beefier boundaries are needed in your physical relationship. You can also clear the space of any residual energy that may uh, attract unwanted spiritual visitors. Actually, I believe that one because when I ha- was married, I had I, I kept a lot of the stuff. And as, as I got rid of that shit, uh-huh. my life got better. <laughs> so that makes sense. I think that negative energy attaches to things. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a do you still have a, you have a welcome mat yet? Did Justin yeah. get a new one? No, Does she? Nothing, there. nothing people at just all. Be, people just be walking in here with dirty ass feet. I wanted to get you one for a Christmas present that said "fuck off." I want one that says "hippity hoo crack a brew." I mean that's fair. <laughs> I can I can respect that. Um, there's also cultural solutions. Uh. Uh, so like you can look at for some cultural folk support, depending on your belief, for repelling spirits. Uh, you can reconnect with your ancestry, which will boost a sense of oneself and increase your own positive energy. We're going to real fucking hippie shit yeah, right now. I was going to say, you're getting really deep down the list. This is the, the same thing. You, uh, an aversion. If for some reason you have an intense aversion to the spirit world, whether you, through fear or disgust, is likely those in the spirit will back, spirit realm will back off and stay far away from you. Huh? Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't fucking believe that. I feel like that list might be bullshit. It might be. Well, there's some good shit in it, though, but it, they found some good things, and that's what t- ties you into it, you know? Uh, so basically the seven things, right? So protection objects... Casting out boundaries, establishing boundaries, space clearing, embracing folk and cultural support, your emotional state and aversion, and discountenance. So it says discountenance. If you lack belief in the spirit world, there's very little reason for them to interact with you at all. <laughs> oh, so so I, I don't fucking believe in you, and I don't care. You could fucking move shit, and I'll blame it on the wind. Here and so you're, Yeah, like, <clears throat> whatever, bro. No, that's probably not gonna. Yeah, I've heard that like the fear of it actually gives it more power. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, okay. I want I want our listeners to tell us what you guys think about the fucking spirit realm. What are you yeah. gonna do if something crawls through the fucking mirror? What's happening, dude? Yeah, I want to know. I want to know what you believe. What how you're gonna protect yourself. 
and I think that's pretty much the, the that's that's the cast, man. I think that's it. That's that's part two. That's uh th- almost four hours of casting. Yeah. Not spells. We should we should try and get the uh the casting phone, pods. The phone call from the boat edited in here from last night too. Yeah, you didn't you didn't uh you you were not you were definitely not uh on uh cursive realm at that point. You were a little you were you were writing some solid S's, but you were definitely <laughs> not calligraphy style fucking Yarl at that point. Uh let's we'll do some shout outs. The, out, the phone call and the outtakes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We should totally yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Um let's do some shout outs. Do you want to yeah. start? Who are we shouting out? We're well, shouting people I, out. Yeah, we're doing we're doing shout outs for companies that helped us along the way. People who own companies that showed up and showed out. They did. They showed up and showed out. Yeah. Donnie Donnie's is bulletproof insulation. Right. That's right. Yeah. Shout out to Donnie. Yeah. Donnie boy. Yeah. If you need some spray foam insulation, you need to reach out to to uh, to Donnie Morton of, of bulletproof insulation up here. He services the Yellowstone, Carbon County, and still or Carbon and Stillwater counties. And Turn, he will turnbuckle. Yep. Good old turnbuckle. I told him his name today <laughs> off the top rope turnbuckle, uh, reach out and, uh, let him know that you heard about us on the cast and, uh, he'll take good care of you. A good personal friend of mine. And, and now out of the URLs. So, uh, shout out to Bob Campbell painting fucking Bob Campbell. This motherfucker don't even drink and shows up to help up with me. He's so cool. He's, He's a solid dude. Uh, the bearded bros, uh, transportation. What? He's on bearded bros. It's, it's oh, Nate's yeah. down in Utah. He services all of the counties down there. And I think he'd probably even drive anywhere if you wanted him to, to haul some shit for you. So like if you need bearded a load, bros. Yeah. That's your guy. He'll haul yep. loads for you. He will haul loads all day long. Of course, as always, thanks to our regular and constant sponsors, uh, start off with Boss Graphic Design. Reach out to Rudy. Uh, use the discount code THICK with three C's, <laughs> and he'll probably still give you the same price, which is the best price. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have discounts. <laughs> nope. But he does, he does a great work, and uh, the quality of the work is worth it. Uh, reach out. Do, who, do you want, who do you want people to talk to? Do you want them to talk to the J-Balls? Do you want just, them to talk to... Just don't talk to anybody. Just don't talk to anybody. Don't even worry about Rogue Industries? Anymore? No, it's, it's Christmas. We're not working now. Oh, okay. Don't call. <laughs> Don't worry about apparel. Uh, if you want and, apparel, call after the new year. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and finally, uh, of course, thanks to the Bearded Viking. Yeah, of course, we're the Bearded Viking. But because of that organization, we were able to do this shit. And it's really brought us together as, as brothers and so many of you into our lives that we actually do give a shit about. So uh, thanks Ooh. for being part of our tribe. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Did we do it? We got fucking, we got through part That's two. It. it was it. actually technically part three, but. Yeah, it was like uh, part two squared. Yeah. There was, a, there was a moment last night before we signed off that you definitely went in repeat mode. You went on repeat mode. I'm sure. I was probably trying to coax you down the path. If <laughs> <laughs> you kept starting over. <laughs> it's yeah. totally good. But you, you finished that whole bottle last night, so. <clears throat> Pretty close. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, folks, with that being said, I'm Vico the Bearded One. I'm the Arrow. Stay weird, Beardos. And cheers, motherfuckers. We can't wait to see you on the flip side and sell you some booze.
Much love. So, uh, I haven't really heard You've played this game before. Your mind was made up. Once you walk through the door. Going back to that conversation with your grandma, with my grandma, right? Yeah, grandma, grandma, grandmas are fucking important, dude. Dude, fucking serious. Like, she... All right, so... Holy shit. I, the boat's what? calling us back. Oh, fuck. We gotta press the boat, pause. The boat's Jesus. calling us. No, no, no. No, no, no. We'll just... Oh, we'll, let's live. Keep, let's keep We're rolling. live in it. We're we'll live keep, in it. Yeah. Okay. Hey. All right. Let's roll. The boat. Dude, you are live on the podcast right now. Yeah. You're live on the podcast right now. We yeah. called you a little while ago to let you know that we are on part two of a two-part series that we decided is going to happen. Because we didn't want to get yelled at by you. I can barely hear JT, but I am fucking jazzed. I, like, like, you're getting around what are we talking about here what are we doing so we didn't we did an awesome we did an awesome part one the part one was the best podcast ever did you hear jt yeah the part one was the best podcast ever we we might have we might be like in that like afterglow again or we might be it might be like the tenacious d like we did the best podcast in the world but nobody wrote it but this is a tribute tribute so we we respected um your your two hour your two hour limit for your upload time. But we also fucked you in the sense that this is two part. This is a two part series and we're wearing the same shirts and the same hats. It has to be, so, be delivered in the same week. And then it has to be delivered in the same week. <laughs> I want to keep the audience engaged and aroused for for the next week. No, I mean, man. I, oh, either way, either way, man. I'm down. I'm down. Dude, you're you're our you're our first live interview, real time. Well, well, you're cutting out like a motherfucker. You must have that T T Mobile shit. Crack it. You got the cricket. Yeah, no, I, I got the I got the T-Mobiles, and, and but I'm out, but I'm outside. I'm at the bar. Like, like oh. this is super organic. Like me and me and uh, Murph came to the bar. Um, you know, Murph had to get some shit off his chest, and uh, we were having a good time. And and you know, we had a few drinks uh, at, down south of him, and then he came down here, and um, and yeah, it, it, and he just left a little bit ago, and. Wait, so your ass will go south for him, but you fuck me? Fuck you, bro. Love you, but fuck you. When I was living in Utah, you never would come south. None of y'all bitches would. Fuck south. Yeah, no. South, bro. Like, like literally, there was, there, I only went south for 
one reason Al can tell you offline. Uh, oh. Um, oh. Same time. Um, but, but, like, there was, I, I mean, for the listeners that, well, they're the listeners anyway. Um, <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Hey, boat. We just want to let you know we're respected in the fucking like the upload time with your fucking your uh your your dial up internet and shit. Love you, man. Dude, I, you know what? And, and, and the Google Firebird guy just dropped by, like literally when I was ready to leave to to, to go meet Rob tonight. Um, and I'm like, bro, I'm interested. I can't fucking talk to you right now, but come back Monday. We'll we'll respect you. How much dick are you gonna have to suck to get that Google Fiber, bro? Like all the dicks. Like so, so the size of it. Oh, the pipe, if you will, the size of the pipe. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. You can't be that huge. Fuck them. Hey, and this is the this is the inaugural. Uh, it's uh, the phone in. It was the phone in because you called back. Yeah, we called you first because we weren't recording, but now we're here. We are. Yeah. Like, this guy never fucking calls me. Uh, I gotta call him back. Hopefully he's not in trouble. And then I forgot you guys are podcasting tonight. So this is this is a this is a good thing. So welcome surprise. All right. Well, I'm glad that you were able to uh, to put some of our woes to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Also, love it, man. Uh, we got to get back because there's a, a taskmaster who says we only have two hours to fucking do things. So we got to we got to let you go. But uh, thanks for being the first phone a friend on uh, the the Voc. On the Voc. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. Uh, I'm fucking phone in friend. Um, <laughs> All right. Go chase some thick bitches, brother. Peace out. All right, buddy. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Later. <laughs> that was the most uh, organic thing. And also for the listeners, I hope you guys heard him. I heard him. I don't know. Fucking audio is weird. He's going to turn that shit uh, all the way up. So I'm sorry he will. I have a loud laugh. Yeah. He'll make sure that he'll make sure the audio is turned up. Um, he yeah. is the podcast slash sound engineer. And, uh, I knew that he would be excited about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, whatever that weird.